Hello and welcome to your Active's AgriFood Brief. I'm Gerardo Fortuna. And I'm Natasha Furt. Here's your weekly update on all things agriculture and food in the EU from your Active's AgriFood News team. Our top story of the week. The debate on livestock farming has heated up as a coalition of NGOs has recently urged the EU executive to address the issue of reducing meat consumption in the announced farm-to-fork strategy. Meanwhile, a Green MEP filed a parliamentary question asking the Commission to promote the plant-based protein sector. The announced EU food policy should also strive to create future prosperity for businesses rather than only taking policies against some parts of the food value chain. Nestle Europe's chief, Marco Settembri, told Euractiv.com in an interview. The argument that deregulation of gene editing would adversely affect SMEs does not stand up to scrutiny, according to molecular geneticist Dr. Michael Antonio, head of the Gene Expression and Therapy Group at King's College London. Farmers from across Europe fired up their tractors and drove to Brussels last week, railing against proposed cuts in the EU common agricultural policy. They also demanded that the EU does not leave them out of the environmental transition requested in the Commission's new flagship policy, the Green Deal. In an op-ed written for Euractive, US Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue has said that it is time for American Europe to work together to solve the next great challenge facing us, to produce enough food with fewer inputs to feed a growing world population. With this year's Salon International de l'Agriculture currently taking place in Paris, the image of the agricultural sector is at the heart of farmers' concerns as they are struggling to recruit and complaining about so-called agribashing, a trend of disparaging farmers and their work. Lastly, high-tech is gaining ground in the agricultural sector, with agricultural innovation revolutionizing work in the fields and on the farm in recent years. In a special report, Euractive France takes a look at the effect that technology is having on the sector. Now for the quote of the week from Minette Butters, president of the UK National Farmers Union, in her keynote speech on the first day of the NFU's annual conference. This year, the government must show global leadership, insist that UK farm standards are the benchmark for climate-friendly farming around the world, and that whoever wants to trade with us trades on our terms. Now for the agri-food news from the capitals this week, starting with Poland, where researchers from the American Society for Microbiology have offered hope this week with the development of a vaccine against the African swine fever virus, a disease which has heavily affected Poland. In Spain, Agricultural protests are continuing all across the country this week, with young farmers turning out in force to defend the sector against low prices for agricultural products. In France, the issues of farmers' revenue and access to agricultural land were placed high on the agenda of the famous Salon de l'Agriculture in Paris this week. In Greece, the Greek government is planning to launch an awareness campaign to combat the tradition of using donkeys and mules as taxis to carry holidaymakers from the port to their destination under cruel circumstances such as is popular in many Greek holiday destinations. Italy's government has adopted its first national plan to fight exploitative conditions of migrants working on farms, a phenomenon known as caporalato. The plan includes 10 priority actions and has the support of the International Labour Organization through an EU-funded structural reform programme. In Croatia, 
The Minister of Agriculture, Maria Vujkovic, has said that the CAP has not responded appropriately to the differences in agricultural production between EU member states, and that these differences have not diminished in the past 15 years. The Romanian government is thinking of combining the two agencies responsible for the management of EU agricultural funds, according to the Interim Agricultural Minister, Adrian Oros, who added that this was at the request of the European Commission. In the UK, the debate over post-Brexit food standards has been escalating this week, with UK farmers piling on the pressure to ensure that the government will not allow imports of low-standard farm produce in trade talks with the US. This comes after the new Environment Secretary, George Eustace, refused to repeat the assurances of his predecessor, Theresa Villiers, that quality standards will be maintained post-Brexit, something which has reportedly infuriated farmers. In Germany, the German Farmers Association, the largest agricultural trade association in the country, wants to change the dominant message in supermarket advertising. Currently, Germany's largest chains put extreme emphasis on low prices, but the association wants to reorient this to focus more on quality, in particular regional and organic foods. Lastly, in Austria, the Austrian Farmers Union has called for nationwide protests in front of the country's spa supermarkets this week. This comes after the president of the union, George Strasser, failed to reach an agreement with the head of the Austrian branch of the discount supermarket chain. On our radar this week, EU Health Commissioner Stella Kyriakides will receive representatives of Compassion in World Farming and from EU farmers' organization Copa Cogeca. The Commission approved a new geographical indication from Spain this week, adding the Spanish cheese queso castellano. Upcoming events this week include the 27th and the 28th of February are the final days of the World Biodiversity Forum, a five-day scientific conference which brings together leading researchers, decision makers and societal actors to discuss future biodiversity strategies. On the 3rd of March, there is an event focusing on innovative breeding techniques and the crucial role of sustainable farming to achieve the Green Deal ambitions. On the 5th of March, there is an event about empowering female entrepreneurship in the farming sector. This week, the podcast was produced by Euractiv's AgriFood news team, Natasha Foote and Gerardo Fortuna, with technical support from Mike Ball. My name's Natasha Foote. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Mm-hmm.